Welcome to Season 3, Episode 28 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. Good morning. I tell you what, what a beautiful day it is outside. We've uh, got up nice and early. Jasper is still sleeping. Yeah, tucked Lucky up in bugger. bed. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining though, and isn't it beautiful to see all of that blue sky after so many days of wet weather, which of course is much needed. Yeah, I totally agree. Give me the sunshine any day. <laughs> I have to say what else I'm enjoying is your dulcet tones, Katie. Why, thank you, husband. Doesn't she sound like a radio announcer this morning? I was actually just thinking how nice it is listening to your voice through my headphones as well. So maybe we just need to wear these now forever. Look, we are a bit excited, maybe more me so than Katie, <laughs> uh, but we are into a new podcast system, Woo-hoo. which is very cool. It's been a long time coming. It was one of the, uh, the wish list items that was going to be a little ways off because we knew that we had to see if we were actually going to be consistent and actually Mm. do what we said and keep the podcast actually happening every week. And that's what's happened. So I got to that point where I was allowed to, I got permission (sighs) to actually get my wish list. Well, you know, when we were thinking about setting off and getting everything organised and working out what we needed and what we didn't need, this amazing podcast system was on the list. But, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it, where you feel like you need the absolute best equipment before you start something. But what I think is pretty cool is that for the past 16 months, we've consistently done our podcast every Friday night and we've just been using a really simple setup. And yes, it's had its interesting moments for you, Paul, but we've done it and now we're at the point where, you know, we've managed to put away what we needed to get this new system and and here it is and look at it. It's beautiful. If you want to check out um, some pictures of us and how we look this morning with our headphones on and plugged into the new setup. And our PJs. Yeah, in our PJs. Oh, my goodness. Check out our Instagram uh, stories today for some of those pics. Do you know, it's a good point that you make and it is that you don't need to get it all you certainly don't need to go and spend money on equipment uh you know we've had this conversation more around cameras in the Mm. past where people quite often write in and say what what cameras are you using the the quality is just so good and there was a a whole section there where we were shooting on a gopro hero 3 Mm -hmm. yep and uh an iphone 6 i think yeah, that's right. That's an excellent point. And so, the yeah, I guess the point is, is you know, the best equipment is the equipment that you've either got in your hand <laughs> or that you can afford at the time. You know, the, the real challenge and the real achievement of it is actually doing it and making a start and then sticking to a plan and, and doing it consistently, I think. 
Yes, and then isn't that, like, doesn't that all come together in moments like these where, you know, watching you this morning and the joy on your face as you were setting up this new podcast system for the first time was just so good and so good for me to just witness that moment and feel that excitement because we have, we've worked really hard to get to this point. So definitely worth celebrating. Well Um done. Thank you. I'm like a Cheshire cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, today's going to be a great podcast. We're actually talking about one of, well, mutually our favourite parts of this whole journey, and that is travel days Mm. and what goes into a travel day, the, the whole enjoyment of it all. Yeah, that's right. We do love travel days. And I guess over Christmas and New Year, we've been on a bit of a break from our normal schedule, which has been, I have to admit, really, really lovely just to slow down, to have some quality time with both of our families and just really be and relax. Of course, we've still got um, all of the commitments, as does, you know, all of you out there listening. And and there are definitely the work side of things that we've still been chipping away at. But more so over the last few weeks than, than ever, we've really allowed ourselves some downtime. And that's just been really fantastic. I have to say, though, I am so looking forward to getting those wheels turning properly again, hitting that open road and and not looking back. That probably sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just look forward. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look behind you. Now, look, it is our favourite day. Um, we've got quite a good routine and we have got checklists in place and we've got systems, I guess, in place. One of the first things we look at is – the duration that we're actually going to spend in the car, we try and limit it or max it out to about four to five hours at the most. We've definitely done longer days when we've needed to, particularly uh, when we were navigating COVID early on. Mm. Uh, But now that would be about our limit, four hours. Yeah, that's right. And I guess we also have a general weekly schedule that we try and stick to. And this takes in just about every every element of our travel. So uh, we have our travel days or day, and we do try and stick to one to two travel days per week of course, depending on our location and the destination, as Paul mentioned, and then, of course, things out of our control like COVID. And our schedule also then takes in our filming days. We have to schedule days to allow Paul to edit the YouTube episode because that, you know, at the minimum is about 20 hours of editing a week for him. Mm. We schedule work days for me. And, you know, of course, when we're in places where we know people and have friends and family as well, then of course we've got to schedule social activities too. So um, whilst it may all sound quite rigid and routine, it's super, super flexible and it has to be that way. But we find that working with a a general framework for our weekly schedule helps so much, particularly for the planning side of things um, and the pre-planning, the forward planning in advance of where we're going next and, and what we're going to do and where we're going to stay and all of those sorts of things. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, those four hours – aren't, uh, I guess, equivalent to 400 kilometres by any stretch. Mm. 
Uh, we've we've joked about this and talked about this many times that there should be an RV app, real time, real time <laughs> RV app that says, you know, this is what a normal passenger vehicle will take, and this is what you're going to take towing a three ton van, uh, you know, or, or whatever that looks like. Um, we know that that's normally going to be between two hundred and three hundred kilometers. We're factoring in all of the wee stops that come with having a four-year-old. Mm, gosh, and there are plenty. Anybody out there with kids would know. They seem to be able to need to go to the bathroom an incredible amount on travel days. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially when you've just pulled out of a service centre <laughs> back onto the motorway. It's actually a really good tip. We have almost had you know, arguments with Jasper <laughs> saying, no, you, you do need to go. Go now. Yes. You know, um, the good old emergency wee. Everybody <laughs> yeah. needs to do an emergency wee before we get in the car. Yesterday was a travel day, which was a different day in the week for us to normally travel. And it was exactly that. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times as parents we say to ourselves, okay, let's not repeat that lesson. And then, of course, we get out onto the motorway and bang, Jasper's like, Need a wee. Mm. Sometimes he just holds up one finger or two fingers. Yeah, you know, depending exactly, on which number he Exactly uh, what numbers needs. equate to what mo- movement. Hopefully uh, there's some other parents out there listening to this and, and nodding. That's going to make me feel a heap better about our yes, potential lack of parenting skills in these moments. <laughs> exactly, and talking about wee stops on a podcast. So um, factoring in, yeah, cup of teas, the epic playground that just seems to appear and Jasper's the only one that sees it. Mm. On that, though, it's so good to stop and, and take a few moments at those sorts of places, isn't it? Because yeah, it is. Like if we get Jasper out of the car, even just for 10 minutes, which generally ends up 15 or 20 because he always wants to do one more slide one, or one, one more, more push on the swing, but Boy, I tell you what, the rest of that journey is so much better because he's happy, he's got some energy out. We've had a moment to get out of the car and stretch our legs. Paul's had a moment to take his mind off towing because it is intense. It's really like it is intense work. It may not necessarily be intense physical work, but it certainly takes a lot of concentration and can be really fatiguing. Look, it's a it's a good point. It's a fair point. I would say that it's not stressful. You know, it certainly felt stressful the first even three months that we were on the road. Uh, But I guess the way you talk about it being intense is more around the idea that it's it's very concentrated. Yeah, you're right. It just requires that extra brain power, I think, and and that in itself can be draining. Anybody who's done a long road trip would know that you you do feel very fatigued when you get to the other end and and having, you know, the van on the back just adds that extra element as well. So it is good to take those moments when when those playgrounds appear out of nowhere, particularly in those regional towns that we pass through. Yeah, they seem to be able to get the best funding. Oh, yeah, for sure. Community grants. I mean, it must be amazing what they spend on some of these <laughs> playgrounds. They're so good. We need to do like a Amazing Playgrounds of Australia book or app or something. Yeah, I think we do actually, you know, we talk about that, need to, 
take a little more video snippets of some of these places because mm. they are absolutely incredible. Another thing that we really make sure that we've got organised is the food, snacks, beverage intake because those are the areas that you are much easier to spend money and blow out your budget because mm. you're not organised and then also blow out your waistline because convenient <laughs> food is normally the tasty bad stuff. Yeah, look, I think this is <laughs> – you're right. Our number one road trip tip is to be prepared with your snacks and be meals. Prepared. Exactly. We find that if we – and I say we, I really mean me, of course – but if I haven't prepared enough of the good stuff to have in the car with us, something happens on travel days and I'm sure it's because Jasper's contained in his car seat and not outside being a boy and playing with his toys and, and doing all the things that he would normally be doing that take his mind off the fact that he hasn't eaten in the last five minutes. When we're in the car, he is a serious eating machine and just constantly asking for something else to eat. And I'm sure that's his way as well of combating the boredom and helping the time pass too. So if I haven't prepared enough healthy snacks, then we are in real trouble. Mm. And for the longer drive days, you know, making sure that there's a, a pre-prepared lunch option or something that's really quick and easy that when we pull into a rest stop, isn't that the best thing about having your house on the back? I love that. I actually enjoy getting into the back of the van and making a, a wrap. Yeah. Uh, one of my favourite moments was actually in Longreach. Yeah. And it was so quiet in town and we decided that I felt really good so we were going to continue driving so we weren't prepared mm. on the lunch. Mm. And, yeah, that was awesome, just jumping out into the back of the van, opening the windows, sitting around our lounge and then 20 minutes later, back we had in the a, car yeah, and- a stretch, a good feed, and we were on our way. Yeah, so food is, is really important, especially if you are travelling with children because they will eat a lot. Uh, I love a sneaky spoil, though, <laughs> at a servo when you get a Kit Kat and it just magically appears before Katie's eyes. <laughs> I think we actually need shares in whoever the company is that makes Kit Kat, because you and Jasper do love that when we stop for fuel. Is it Nestle? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Nestle? How do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hot tip. Make sure you've got really healthy food prepped and ready to go in the car with you as snacks. Make sure you've got a great lunch option if you're travelling across that lunch period. And, you know, even if you're not, if you're doing a morning travel Make sure that you've got your lunch or your dinner, if you are doing a longer day travel, prepped or pre-made or something that you can easily pull out of the freezer and, you know, shove in the oven if you've got one or do yourself a favour and take the stress out of that. There is nothing worse than pulling up somewhere in the afternoon, taking the time to set up. And then it gets to that, you know, that 5, 5.30 and somebody says, oh, what's for dinner? And 
the stress involved with, oh gosh, I haven't even thought about that. What are we going to do? I needed to pick up groceries. So if you've got a meal that you, even if it's just in your head and you know exactly, okay, I've got this, this and this in the fridge and that's what we're going to do for dinner tonight. Boy, does that alleviate that stress. You know, another area that we've really just started to tackle and enjoy are road trip games. And uh, I Spy has always been part of the uh, the travel day, but not really played very well. I don't think Jasper <laughs> kind of gets it. Well, yeah, that's right. I think he's just starting to really understand how the how the game works. He always tells you what he's going to see. <laughs> I spy with my little eye something beginning with cows in the paddock. Okay, <laughs> what do you think it is? Well, it's a bit like hide-and-seek, and, and again, yeah. parents out there would know when you're playing hide-and-seek with little people, they're going to tell you where they're going to hide. Okay, I'm going to go and hide over here. You come find me. Especially when you live in a caravan, especially <laughs> one room with a couple of dividers. Yeah. <laughs> but a game that he invented, uh, which we just love, is Name That Tune. But he actually hums the tune mm. generally. And look, if you're across your Wiggles back catalogue, uh, you'd be very good at this game. <laughs> it <laughs> is fun. Paw Patrol, and then he'll throw in a curveball. He'll throw in a Queen song. Or his current favourite is uh, that song by Europe. You know, they had one oh. song. Dun, 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 yes, final dun, 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 countdown. Dun, dun, he loves that song. Dun, 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 so, yeah, dun, dun, you can imagine. Dun, 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 we know there's probably <laughs> about 20 songs that he's got in his uh, humming repertoire. Yeah, so it is a good fun one. It Definitely. does. It, it always soaks up a good half an hour. Yeah, look, while we're talking about music, we love music on travel days. And the other thing that we love is podcasts on travel days, a really good opportunity for us to listen to something great. And I particularly love travel days because they're a great opportunity for me to have a good block of work time. And I find this really interesting because up until we hit the road in the Hilux, I am not somebody who can look down, read, do anything on their phone in the car. But I don't know what it is about the Hilux, whether it's because I I feel like I'm sitting up a bit higher or I can see more or because I realise that... I'm going to miss out on a a good three to four hour work block if I don't work. I don't know, but travel days are great work days for me. So I have a little um, laptop stable table that Paul bought me, I think just from Kmart or something Mm -hmm. actually. And it's so fantastic. Cushion on one side, nice flat desk on the other. And I just pop that on my lap and I can whip out my computer and I can literally get through a pretty hefty list of work on a travel day. Yesterday, when we were in the car, ooh, we did some very exciting, that was exciting season four planning. Nothing better than having that big map open and talking about routes and destinations. That was really exciting. And it's a good uh, segue into getting kids involved if you've got kids, no matter how many kids. But we are more and more looking for ways to engage Jasper in every aspect, uh, including 
the pack down, mm. including the setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it's outside of the risky areas, hitching, unhitching, mm-hmm. which he, uh, as we've said before, is completely strapped in the vehicle and he is not allowed to out of yeah. the vehicle until we have got the safety elements yeah, done completely yeah. stationary and not you know at any risk but then giving him jobs whether it's from the awning hoses uh, I mean putting out all of the our gear to set up camp is so fantastic and then coming back to what you're just talking about the planning we definitely make the decisions around where we're traveling and when and uh, and how but to have the map there and Jasper to point to the map or us to explain somewhere where we're going and then discuss options on maybe activities mm-hmm. is so rewarding because it gives a sense of excitement to the whole family then you're all in it you're all invested yeah exactly that you took the words out of my mouth it is about making them invested in the process and excited to be a part of it look a real exciting part uh, on the travel day is pack down but it is also the setup <laughs> which one do you like best <laughs> i don't know i've really been thinking about this um i don't know i think the setup mm. i think so too because you're in a, a potentially a new location mm. and you know it's i really like the setup in the van because it's it's that whole feeling of of you know making home again so i love that and i've got my little routines both for setup and pack down inside the van now it's this little checklist that i go through mostly in my head of you know okay work from this end of the van and do this and do that and put that out and this goes here and that goes there and you know and in reverse for when we're we're packing down in fact Segwaying to some recent requests we've had from some of our viewers on our YouTube episodes is to actually start to incorporate uh, a segment or do an episode on the pack down process. And I think this is a really great topic for us to delve a little deeper into as well, Paul, because there's so much more to it than just packing down. You've got to be thinking about the weight distribution. You've got to be thinking about, you know, how you're securing things inside the van, where you should be putting them. Um, the same goes for outside as well. We have had so many different versions of our pack down process over the period that we've been on the road because we're constantly trying to tweak to make sure that we've got the weights right. Yeah, you know, you're right. We do have our checklists and they have evolved to now being not a physical mm. piece of paper that are actually in our head. I know that I'm in charge of everything outside. Katie's in charge of everything inside. And then we do segments that are completely together. And then we also double check. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and it really is important, that part of it as well, making sure that you, you know, measure twice, cut once. It's the same thing with the van. Just oh, I do a walk around even when we've done a fuel stop. Mm-hmm. Or a wee stop. <laughs> I still do a walk around uh, because it's a moving beast, you know, and and things do change, and you know, any number of scenarios you could think of. But there's nothing wasted 
about putting extra time into double checking when you're traveling with your home literally on wheels. Yeah, that's right, Paul. And it is super easy to miss little things like, oh, I didn't click that cupboard shut or, mm-hmm. you know, the tiniest little things can absolutely cause the biggest headaches. So definitely worth checking and double checking. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there for this week. We hope that there's some good ideas and tips and uh, some really good pointers to add some value to your travel or your travel plans. And we are excited for next week's episode. And if you're going to uh, get a, a teaser or a bit of a spoiler alert for that, check out this Sunday's YouTube episode because we are going to Susan River Homestead. And it was just an amazing place with some amazing activities and quite a number of firsts. Yeah, it really was a very unique farm stay experience that we all absolutely loved. It's going to be a good episode. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you have a wonderful week. But for now, dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Happy trails.